0: Hello and welcome into Main Street Preps this week. I'm Russell Venosi, joined as always by Tyler Palmitier. And Tyler, we are set to talk about some postseason hoops today. You ready to do that? Yep, let's do it. All right, today's show, we have Good Pasture Boys basketball coach Adam Son set to join us in just a moment. And then after that, we will talk to Middle Tennessee Christian School girls basketball coach Hannah Jones. Both of those teams were in the state finals last year and both have excellent teams again this season. Before we get to those interviews, though, I want to remind everybody that this podcast is sponsored by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. All right, let's go ahead and bring in Adam Saan now. Adam, thanks for joining us today.
1: Hey, Russell, I appreciate you guys having me. You bet,
0: and especially on a game day, too. We're we're glad to get you, and I I know you guys start the region tournament tonight against Grace Christian Academy. Um, Adam, these last few years, you guys have been a really good February and March team. Uh, and that's really what it's all about in, in basketball. It's a tournament sport. What has been the key to playing so well this time of year, especially you know when one slip up can spell the end of your season?
1: Uh, no, you said it. It's a tournament sport, and this is the time of the year you play for. Um, but uh, just trying to trying to maintain uh, the balance and and kind of the the approach that 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 we take into to every game, regardless of the time of the year. It's not. You know, it's not a time where you may play your best basketball game. We've we've probably already played our best basketball game of the year, okay? Um, but at the same time, it's about you know what attributes uh, come into play. Uh, who loses the game less uh, when it's good versus good? Um, and I think we're we're built in in a few ways where we've been able to to realize that also able to our team is built where we could play a few different ways. We've got a big senior class, we've got versatility and then we've got some guys who've, who've been in these situations before as well. So I think, you know, to answer your answer, your question, it's uh it's, it's, it's a, it's a blend of a few things, but at the same time, it's the time of the year that matters most. And you shouldn't have to motivate your team, uh, anybody to, to to play when eliminations on the line
2: yeah playing through imperfection such an important thing this time of year you just you you touched on this adam but when you're the when you're the big favorite or considered a favorite which is a role you guys have kind of been uh saddled with the last couple of years how do you avoid complacency in these early rounds
1: uh keeping that in the forefront of their mind you know that's the thing it's uh yesterday yesterday was uh you know, seniors, I'm not trying to, to be doom and gloom to start, but I hope this isn't your last practice at good Pasture. It could be. Um, but uh, at the same time, uh, you know, it, it kind of goes into to, to what we, we want day in, day out, our program to be about, which is the Maxim crew, which is culture, respect, excellence, and work. And, and if you take care of a lot of habits, uh, the results kind of take care of themselves. But, at the same time, like others expectations for us, you know, really don't matter. Um, it's, it's more about our standard and then the scoreboard taking care of itself. And, and obviously the last couple of years we've had, we've had talent, we've had depth, we've had versatility. So, you know, not trying to overthink it, but, but still, like you said, being intentional and keeping it real. Like, hey, you know, that could be your last practice yesterday.
0: Isaiah West is having a great bounce back year following the ACL injury that sidelined him for most of his junior season. I know he, uh, he earned district MVP for the, the stat line r- right now that reads 11.6 points a game, uh, 4, 4.7 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2.7 steals. Adam, how have you seen Isaiah evolve his game post-injury?
1: Well, uh, just the, the the resilience and the work ethic uh, to get back to a place to continue to build up, which you know October, November kind of were started seeing some old Isaiah. Um, and 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 some more minutes in in December with with some 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 good competitions some good performances, and 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 continued athleticism. But uh, part of it is role changing a little bit for us as well. You know, he's not averaging 16 or 17 a game this year. I think he's averaging more like 12 or 13. And um, but he's more of a point guard role for us too. And that's such a steadying, steadying uh, person to have in that position. So that being said, like just continuing to. To be who he is, understand the game, be a good person, um, uh, understand that, uh, you know, uh, if, if we do well, individual things will shine as well. But him just being him, there's so much you can't really coach or teach. It's just it's a luxury to be able to have. So, um, just proud of him. Uh, but uh, that's the thing. Uh, uh, New Year's a year ago, you know, he tears his ACL. He has the surgery, and in, in, in end of February, early March, and and he bounces back. And, and you know, we're sitting in as good a position as we could be sitting um, in terms of health. Knock on wood. In terms of standings. In terms of controlling our own destiny. And he bounces back, and is the the regular season. MVP in the district tournament MVP as well it's uh it's uh it's it's pretty cool and I hope he gets to to continue this story because it's uh it's one that needs to be uh uh remembered
2: yeah Isaiah the other night uh, had over 20 points uh you know well above his his 11 and a half point average are, are there games Adam where you tell him beforehand hey I want you to be a different guy I. I need more out of you than usual I need you to score the basketball
1: I mean, we touch base with our guys every couple of weeks throughout the season, throughout every segment, how we break down. We break down the season into basically two-week segments at a time and, and share the positives, share the negatives or areas for improvement and things like that. But, you know, some sometimes, obviously, you know, um, with with, with certain, whatever a game plan calls for, sure, you know, it's the, that's the thing. Isaiah really doesn't have any knocks on his game. That's the thing. It's hard to find a negative to, to, to say, hey, I need you to improve on this just because he's he's that well-rounded but at the same time like hey this might be one you might we need but you might need to be a little more aggressive or things of that nature as well so yeah he's got that that part in him I think he's shooting uh into the 50s overall as a field goal percentage he's like mid 40s from three and and pushing 75 to 80 from the free throw line so that being said plus his his IQ, his athleticism, being able to play both sides of the ball—he really doesn't have any weaknesses at this at this level for us. But but in high school, um, yeah, the aggressiveness here and there—you might need to, might need to, we might need you to do a little more of this game, this and that. Just be ready to do that, but just continue to make the right play, which is what he does.
0: And of course, it's not just Isaiah that who's uh, getting the job done for you guys right now. You guys have uh, six players who average at least five points a game. Um, I, I want to key in on sophomores Jaden Jones and King Curry. Those those guys look like emerging stars. What what have you seen from them this year that maybe gives you a sense that they could be those kind of the next in line to, after Isaiah's gone to kind of yeah, carry the team? So
1: with Jaden, with Jaden, you know that came on that came on post when Isaiah got injured last year. He was he became our most productive player, and uh, you know when Isaiah went down, uh, that was a, a huge piece. Uh, obviously, for anybody to lose, but one that we had to figure out: okay, how do we reshuffle, or do we reshuffle, or we do just do we hang on more our hat more on just continuing to be a defensive, a rebounding team, and then just kind of you know find find where we go offensively. And Jaden made that decision easy for us. Uh, I think he averaged 18 and 8 the rest of the way post Isaiah's injury. And you know, I I didn't know if we'd be able to run it all the way back to the final game uh, without Isaiah. But but Jaden was a, a huge area of production and leading us there. So um combining now Jaden back with a healthier Isaiah and, and is is a is a fun one for sure. And uh one that I'm glad we don't have to plan for and other teams do. And then you talk about uh um King as a, a combo sophomore guard. King's one who uh he he's he's a very good ball handler, he has very good instincts. Um, he's continued to improve, uh, his, his explosiveness and, and defense and lower body. Um, and, uh, and, uh, he does, he does a lot of things for us, um, game to game that might be different, uh, from game to game. Um, and, uh, and it's good to see really these last few weeks. He's played some of the best basketball he's played at Good Pasture. Um, so, uh, um, those two obviously that you've highlighted. Uh, future, future. The now is good, but the future still continues to 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 be promising with with a combo garden, a combo forward in place uh, that are here for you know two more years.
2: Do you get a sense, Adam, uh, what Good Pastures' future might be? Does it want to remain a a smaller private school, or does it? Do you sense that there are aspirations to grow, grow, grow in terms of the enrollment?
1: I mean, I'm sure every private school would tell you they want to continue to grow. I mean, that's good business. But at the same time, like you know, I think Good Pasture wants to just be as good as uh, of a product as good pasture can be and 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 our enrollment uh, and and location and all of that are what they are. so, Obviously, how we're grouped into into uh, TWSAA and sports across the board, and and those district regions and and things of that nature. But at the same time, specifically speaking for our basketball program, which we've succeeded, um, uh, you know, at a, at a broad level, and and have been very consistent year in year out um, in the league in which we do play in. Um, you've got you've got you've got to bring it every year, and nothing is nothing is 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 assumed and given okay uh, like the spot we're in for sure but at the same time knowing that um, we've got a it, it we've got a continue to do a good job in going and getting games outside of our league where, who I think, you know, some of the better teams around town are, whether that's in the division two double uh, league uh, in, in boys basketball, which there's a very good slate of teams. And then obviously the, the, the four, a teams around town. And I think our schedule reflects that year to year. So that being said, we want to give guys, uh, you know, memorable games to play in and good opportunities and, and things like that outside of our league in addition to doing as well as we can in our league but from a school sure i'm sure every school would say they'd want to grow um but at the same time like you know there 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 are certain things as well that are decisions made school wide for all your sports and and obviously we we know how that factors in with our our district and region and the of
0: well, Adam, good stuff. That is all we've got for you today. Thanks for joining us on a game day, and best of luck in this region tournament as you guys move forward here in the
1: postseason. Well, I appreciate you guys having me. On. Appreciate you guys having me on, and, and uh, appreciate what you do uh, for the sports, uh, high school sports scene. And then obviously, it's a exciting time of the year. So we'll see you guys down the road. Thanks, Adam.
0: All right, we'll see you soon. That has been good. Past your boys basketball coach, Adam Son. Appreciate his time today. We're going to take a quick break and then come back and talk to Middle Tennessee Christian girls basketball coach, Hannah Jones. So stick around.
3: It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good.
0: After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal.
1: Hey, I can hold my liquor.
0: I thought I could hold my liquor. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
3: It was just a few cocktails at happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> you really good drive. There aren't any cops around?
0: I didn't think there were any cops around. I drink and drive all the time. Sir, sir,
3: you've been in a serious
1: crash. i need gonna hang on, okay?
2: This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome.
1: Trees former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, R.A. Dickey. Ari, did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was
2: nice. <laughs> has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham, Ryan McGee. <laughs> other
1: guy in Wham married the best little girl by Anorama. So, Other guy in Wham had a pretty good life.
2: From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media social platforms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice.
0: We are back with more here on Main Street Preps this week. We're going to be joined now by Middle Tennessee Christian girls basketball coach Hannah Jones. Hannah, thanks for joining us today.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: So Hannah, uh, you guys picked up a all important region quarterfinal win last night over Ezel Harding, and I, I know that's a round that can kind of worry coaches sometimes because it's the it's the really the first big winner go home situation. Uh, usually a night where some some really t- good teams are eliminated. How did your team approach that matchup and and take care of business on Tuesday night?
3: Well, Ezel was is we watched film obviously and did a scouting report, and so within that scouting report, we just looked at. Um, their them defensively and how we can score against that and then um how we're going to guard their personnel and i think our girls definitely respond to the visual scouting reports and ezell is very long and athletic um they like to push the ball they have high possession counts um they go after their they are in double digit offensive reboundings rebound nights almost all the time so box outs were key and physicality and just ball control. So all of those keys, we really honed in on. Um, I'm not saying we did it perfectly in the game because it definitely, they still got on the boards. They did what they did. Um, But we just were ended up coming out on top.
2: That sounds like a great scouting report Uh, as the playoffs start here. Hannah, can you think of uh, anything that your team might've gained from that deep run last year to the, to the D2A state finals?
3: I think definitely just the endurance, understanding that what it takes to go that far, um, making it to the state semifinals and then playing the next day in the state championship. I mean, that's a mental battle as much as it is is a physical battle. So just being there gets you experience. That is, you can't teach that. You have to be in it. You have to learn that. You have to experience it. So then you're more prepared for next year. We did lose four seniors last year, but um, we had a lot of returners like our big three of Jalen Banks, Autumn Davis, Anna Clay Shirley, they were all in that scenario. So they have that experience that they can um, lean into and impart wisdom onto their teammates um, and just be able to handle the pressure and, and in, in those intense situations and just, yeah.
0: So you mentioned a moment ago how important Jalen Banks was during that run. And obviously she's <laughs> signed with Belmont now and was named a uh, Miss Basketball mm-hmm. finalist last week. And she leads the team at scoring mm-hmm. right at twenty, right at twenty points a game. How much of what you guys do is is based on what, what she's able to do? How much how much of the team kind of follows her lead?
3: I mean, she's a huge part of it, definitely. I mean, you talked about her points, twenty points per game. Um, she's very skilled offensively, but defensively, she is definitely an energy bringer on defense. She's an elite defender on ball, off the ball. Her rebounds are huge too. It helps us into our transition game as well. Um, so, I mean, she's got her hand in almost every single thing.
2: Going back to the, that run last year, Hannah, I, you guys had a great crowd in that state finals uh, and you're really pressured <laughs> Webb in that first half. And I think you had a lot of people looking maybe surprised there at halftime of that game. And I'm mainly pointing to us in the media who, I don't think a lot of us really thought that that was going to happen. What were the most memorable parts of that run to you? And is this a team in general that tends to surprise you?
3: My team or the web team surprises me? Your team. My team. (laughs) Yeah, our girls, they're definitely um, competitors. uh, And I think that they are reaching as far as they can maximizing their potential. And, um, that's all I can ask of them. So when they do that, it doesn't surprise me just because we were very adamant in pouring into like maximizing your potential reach for that. Um, so the toughest team there is is web. So what do we have to do to do that? Just control what you can control. Um, and then our crowd was amazing. I remember there was a video someone took where we had our girls holding up the runner up silver ball basketball and, it panned to the stands and it was so cool just seeing all of our community support these girls and they had never been to the state tournament before so this was a really amazing moment to see that support and for the girls to feel that and just say like hey this was step one and we're going to continue to want this and maximize potential and the farthest we can go is a state championship so what do we have to do to get there and I think our community is going to continue to support us like that.
0: Tyler was that your video? I think it was wasn't
2: it? I, I wish I could remember. <laughs> I've probably it's been taken a long time, thousand videos at sports. I don't know. It was and so cool. Though. The crowd was, was amazing. It was know, a the standing ball. ovation from the time the game ended to whenever everybody walked off the court. That was a memory that I remember. So I probably did take a video. I would guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that might have been the yeah. best show of sport that we saw all that weekend at Tennessee Tech. Agreed. But uh, fast forward now to to this year, Hannah, back back to the present day. Anna Claire Shirley is another player you mentioned is is playing really well, and she's just been awesome as a freshman. Now, um, played some as an eighth grader, but has taken a step forward this year. She's right at thirteen points a game, four rebounds, and thirty six percent from three point land. Were you expecting her to continue kind of on this uh, trajectory of becoming a really good player this year at such a young age? Oh yeah.
3: Oh yeah, Anna Clay is, and she's uh, She wasn't tall. I'm like five eleven ish, and she has now passed me in height. So I'm just crazy, of like her. Her ceiling is really, really high. Um, I think that last year, yes, she was an eighth grader, pulled her up, and I never looked back. Um, I think she has a lot to give. Um, she can score. Obviously, from the three, the stats show that. But she can also get straight line and get downhill. And um, she's got some fire to her, too. And I think Anna Clay is definitely a competitor who's going to continue to grow, going to continue to shape her game. And um, she's just got to, I think, continue to work defensively, too. And I think Jalen and Autumn are both great examples for her to look at um, and just to become that elite defender and continue to round out her game.
2: Going back to to Web uh, School, Anna, with uh, with them having a Leah Del Rosario inside, who is I think all of six five, she's committed to LSU. That that specific part of defending them with with a body inside that really it's nobody's really used to defending. Uh, how do you approach that?
3: Um, well, we get guys at our school to come be practice squad players. <laughs> we definitely key in on. Um, specific tendencies of other players. So where does she catch the ball or which left shoulder, right hand, right shoulder, left hand, that kind of thing. Like, um, So there's things that we can work to our advantage and just, it's, I mean, it's an IQ type thing. You've got to be ready for that. Um, Definitely got to take away her paint touches. So how do we do that? We keep her from getting in the paint. How do you do that? You know, it's just like, where does she get her stuff? And then how do you work backwards from there? So, and I also think that approach helps our girls in developing like their own self scout, like, Oh, if we're approaching other teams like this, how would we approach other teams approach us? And like, that makes sense to them. And I think it's just overall growing their mental IQ, um, which pours seeds into continue to make MTCS girls basketball a long-term success. If we're just continuing to build that mental, those mental reps and understanding, um, not everybody is 6'5". You cannot... And I can't just grow a 6'5 player here. And height is amazing. And I think that Webb is also like Del Rosario, 32. She is surrounded by a lot of really great players who tap in and key in on her. Um, so they've got speed from the perimeter. They've got length from the perimeter who can find her and they set her up. So I think she's got a lot of help too. So ball pressure is key and making sure that we can take away um, just things that we can control like in transition defense or boxing out being physical. I think physicality beats talent. Um, so it's just getting it done and that's really hard on high school girls. Um, it's tough. So our, the fact that our girls are on board for that challenge, I think speaks to their character and their competitiveness and I'm so thankful for them.
0: Yeah. You guys have played web as, as close as anybody from around here really all season, a couple of times. I know the last beat, he wasn't quite as close, but, we had coach matt Shoemaker on here last week and he called the game between web and there's the games between web and mtcs as a rivalry kind of in the making is it encouraging sure. when you guys have a close game against them or it, does it get frustrating at all when it's kind of time after time you guys are right there and not able to kind of get that result that you want
3: i think it's definitely exciting we there cuz when you lose that close or when you lose whenever it's you're exciting because you see areas of improvement you see well, I didn't really see that play right there. I didn't see this. I like our girls can open up their eyes. We watch the film later. You're either winning or you're growing. Like there's no, just because we lose, it doesn't mean that um, it's frustrating. I mean, yeah, nobody likes to lose, obviously, but it's exciting to learn what we can get better at. If you don't have a growth mindset, then it's you. Sh- this maybe basketball is not the sport for you. <laughs> um, you've got to continue to learn and grow. Um, and I think true competitors are always doing that. They're always looking and reflecting at themselves, how they can be better. Um, so it's exciting. I definitely, the first two games, we both, we lost by 11, both those times. The third game coming from the high of beating PCA, which I think is a bigger rivalry than um, Webb. And then, cause they're literally down the street and then back to back the next day, I think just that's where we have to be more mentally prepared of they're going to do what they do, which is fly it in transition, pound it in the paint, Um, pressure you on the ball, Um, just a very high, intense physical game that coming back-to-back from playing our rival PCA and beating them and then back-to-back, because that could, if we do make it to the state semifinals and championship, that's the environment. Um, So we just have to continue to learn and grow and be mentally prepared for back-to-back game days.
2: And I want to go back to something you said earlier and then we're going to get you out of here but you mentioned that you have uh some taller guy players come in as practice players i may just be out of the loop but i I don't haven't heard of a whole lot of high school teams doing that i know it's a practice a pretty common practice with women's basketball in college to bring in you know player practice players they're usually guys that have played high school basketball and they go in and they just present a different kind of uh personnel to guard how did you come up with that idea and are more teams doing that in high school than i realized
3: I think more people do that than you realize <laughs> because I did have that happen in high school. When I was playing at Brentwood High School, um, Coach Shingenthala would bring... His, he had a son who was really athletic and was on the track team and then he would bring guys in. So that's something that I've just always been a part of. It's very normal to me. Why would we not want to play guys? And then it gets reps that everyone, like they can um, bigger, faster, stronger. Um, and that maybe these guys are guys who've never played basketball. So they're just... Um, there are opportunities for us to like capitalize on athleticism but maybe not the skill set you know so it's just yeah that's something that we've always done um, when I was a player when I've coached elsewhere and when I coached at Lipscomb um, so we've always had practice guys
0: <laughs> well Hannah it certainly seems like what you guys are doing is working so congratulations on on making it this far and, and best of luck uh, throughout the rest of the postseason we appreciate you you being here today
3: Awesome. No, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks, Anna. That has been Middle Tennessee girls basketball coach, uh, Middle Tennessee Christian girls basketball coach, Hannah Jones. Uh, her team is on to the semifinals there in the Division Two single-A middle region champion, or tournament and probably on a collision course with Webb at least one more time and possibly a second if they're able to get back to the state finals and we actually have one more commercial to run so we will take a quick break and then come back to wrap up the show in just a moment
3: it was just a few drinks, I'm good I thought it was good
0: after every game we always have a few it's no big deal it was no big deal
1: hey I can hold my liquor
0: Thought I could hold my liquor. Got about a minute and a half left here, Tyler, but uh, so let's just tease a little bit of some of the coverage we've got coming to Main Street Preps this week. I I know um, outside of all the postseason basketball that's happening, that's basically every night. uh, There's going to be some some wrestling state championships decided this weekend over at NBA
2: yeah individual wrestling championships that's a there's a few environments uh better in high school sports around here than than that setup at nba uh with you've got some some really good division 2 wrestling powers and that gym obviously uh you know kind of a surround type bowl that you don't get everywhere really feels like more like a small college gym and wrestling environments for people who don't go Uh, you're kind of missing out on something. It's a lot different than basketball. It's a different energy than really any other sport. So yeah, that's a really exciting thing coming up as we hit another sport at a time when basketball is really just, I mean, nonstop, Uh, but then also D two double a, some middle region elimination games tomorrow or, uh, oh my gosh, it's tonight. Um, Ensworth and Lipscomb D two single a, there's a really good one between Davidson Academy and BGA. So those games are always fun. Uh, anything winter go home is always fun. So, yeah, this is this this week. I always feel like kicks off the month long excursion through basketball postseason. and obviously we've got some more wrestling postseason next week. Uh, so, this to me has always kicked it off. That'll be a yeah, it's a fun but a busy month.
0: And we will be there to cover it throughout the entirety. So we appreciate everybody tuning in today, and we will see you same po- same place same time next week on Main Street Preps this week. Talk to you then.